afternoon, Australia, and a good evening, America. You're back on Radio Tony, and this week, our program Insight, Making Sense of Sexual Assault with Michelle Flight. That's almost a tongue twister, Michelle. Welcome to the show. <laughs> You've done well these last three weeks. <laughs> it just takes one day. <laughs> oh, dear. Today we have KO listening live online, ready to send you any information that you need. Just remembering that we're talking about some pretty tough subjects over the course of the show today, but we have our expert, Michelle, here uh, ready to give you some information and education about her journey. Now, I just want to remind you that Michelle is an empowered survivor and she knows the difference between living empowered and just surviving. She is the victim of six rapes and a sexual assault beginning from five years old. She now helps with, helps people, not just women, she now helps people stop being at the mercy of their trauma and triggers. She's an advocate for change in sexual assault culture and for those who have experienced sexual assault and in 1997 set a legal precedent around sexual assault. Michelle has recently authored a best-selling book called Insight, Up Close and Personal Profile of Sexual Assault, and it is my divine pleasure to be co-hosting with this wonderful, amazing woman. And today we're going to talk in depth about Michelle's journey, the things that she's learnt along the way, what's helped and what hasn't, and that will lead us into the very specialised programs that Michelle has set up based on her own education, learning and experience that now help victims of sexual assault learn life skills that will help them thrive in life. Hi, Michelle, and welcome back to the show. Hi, Tony. Look, today is actually going to be a real fun day. Yes. It's going to be a fun day. I I always... um, I always say to people, if you're not looking forward to your counselling session or your therapy or whatever it is, um, you know, you've got to ask yourself why. Because for me, it was the most exciting thing that I I did. And I'll share a little bit more about that. But well, let's just start stepping out with, okay, today's a day where we can, we can say, wow. <laughs> I'm going to say, wow, a lot today. Okay, yeah. a lot. <laughs> a lot today. It's going to be my buzzword for today, yeah. <laughs> Michelle, your healing has been, it's an extensive journey for you and a lot to unpack in a short amount of time. But I thought the best place to start today's discussion on uh, why healing is so important for anyone who's suffered sexual assault in any way, shape or form. Why is healing okay. so important? Yep. Okay, so can I just say, I know yes. that we use the word healing a lot. And for me, oh. I, 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 I understand it can be used in a number of different contexts. And it's one of those things that when, especially when I was writing the book, I was loath to use the term healing. Yes. Because yes. Um, we don't I agree with you. What else heal. can we use? I know it's difficult, right? So it's not the sort of thing that you get a stitch or a scratch and it heals up and and and, and it's not there anymore. That's right. Right? However, 
if we imagine we are at ground zero, something has just happened that's absolutely outside of the realms of anything that we could have imagined or understood before that moment in time, right? So we are faced with a choice. And I didn't know this for so many years. I yes. had no idea. So young. And the people around me didn't know. So it was better to say nothing because they just mm. didn't know. It was in the too hard basket, right? Yeah. So I'm going to take it out of the too hard basket today. Yeah, so if we imagine that we are looking at ground zero, we've got two choices. I didn't know about these choices, and a lot of people don't know about these choices. So choice one over here, choice one, is um, we do what is typically been done in the past, and that is that we become survivors. We develop a whole range of um, um, thinking, which drives experiences in our lives. because of, of, of option number one. Option number two is something that I found in my 20s. Yeah. Um, and, and option number two is saying, okay, I might not have chosen this, but I now can choose what happens, what I'm going yes. to use it for and what I'm going to use it to make me into. But first of all, you have to understand the impact that it has to be able to sort of get to that next step. Yeah. And just recently I, I did a speech, um, which I think you can find on Facebook, yeah. and it's raw form <laughs> uh, under <laughs> um, Jane Turner's Writing with Jane. Yeah. And it was on the 13th of March, 2021. And I, I, talk, I, I talked, and this woman came, and she sat in the audience, and she came up to me afterwards, and she said to me, I just really want to know about this book writing process. She said, I'm, I'm, I loved everything you said. And she said, I wish yeah. I did that years ago. And she said, but, you know, she said, I'm 83. I'm financially secure. However, when I look back on my life, I look back on it with, with, um, with sadness. Because I, she said, my whole life has been wasted. It was wasted because I was always battling because of childhood abuse that she experienced. And she said, I didn't realise it for my whole lifetime. And she said, I want to write a book for people to understand how important it is when they have something, whatever it is, that happens. So it can be... um, domestic violence, sexual assault, a workplace injury, something that shatters your absolute identity. And that's what we're talking about here. Yes. Um, She said, you know, I want people to understand the damage that it does. Just people look at me and they see I look in, I live in this really nice neighbourhood with this really nice house that overlooks Sydney Harbour. She said, but I see my life as lost opportunity. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I, so many women I have spoken to like that, I, women in my family, my extended family, from mm. one lady's brother sexually assaulted her, you know, yeah. and she looked back at her life and she just sees this, this sort of, you know, broken pathway, yes. you know, landslides and up times and down times and pits and, you know, peaks and, mainly plummets and she's like I wish I'd realized that um 
that that thing that I didn't want to look at or talk about was driving my everyday decisions. It was it was driving everything that happened to me. Everything that happened to me was as a result of that. And this so many, so many of us, uh, even men, men too that I've spoken with, have looked back and run from this childhood issue. There's something that happened in their childhood or in their teenage years or even in their early 20s, and it has just left this path of destruction. And I'm not sure if I mentioned last week or the week before about a young girl I just was recently talking to, 25 years of age, Yes, um, was asked by her employers to take a mental health week because her personality has changed so much. She's not aware of yes. it. Yeah. She doesn't understand. She has now crossed a bridge. And that bridge has been burnt behind her. She's now on an on planet somewhere else, right? Planet, we'll just yep. call it somewhere else. And she can't beam me down, Scotty, to Earth. No. And relate to all these people that she was, because the things that come out of their mouth infuriate her beyond belief. Yes. And even if she swallows it down she still doesn't trust them anymore because of what they're saying. And she sees the world from a different set of eyes than she used to see them as, and she's struggling with that. And, of course, that does happen. Of course that does happen, yes. right? So here's the thing. For me, as I said in the book, you definitely need to have somebody, and, and that will depend on what sort of counselling you want and what sort of outcome you want. However, if someone comes to you or someone in your this happens to in your family and Tony you know this one right yeah you don't have the skill set I mean my poor mother and father how many times was I right mom I've been right you know oh my gosh they didn't have the skill set to cope we don't we're not raised with the skill set to cope I've raised my children with this in mind we talked about that a little bit the more they understand about it, the more resourceful they can be for themselves or someone else. However, bear this in mind, you go into shop, whether it's you or someone that you care about, it'll be varying degrees of it, depending on a range of things. Yeah, but You need support. There needs to be counselling for the family or the partner. Yeah. Sadly, a lot of people don't tell their partner or their children and suddenly they don't see, but suddenly they're not that person anymore because, of course, you're not that person anymore. That person no. died. Yeah. And that's why I talk about it as death because you are no longer that person you were. The world has suddenly changed yeah. and nothing looks the same anymore. So these people over here that are your loved ones, they need support to understand where you are and you need support to bridge the gap back. To build to beam me down, Scotty, back down to here to fit back in. It is not unusual. It is so typical. Um, Yeah. Like myself, to become estranged from your loved ones, the people that actually have the best interests but say the worst things. Yes. Don't support you in the right way. And Mm. I was speaking to somebody actually. Um, who, whose daughter was sexually assaulted, and when they, when they told, when she told the parents who were separated, she said, "My husband was brilliant." He said, and he, he said, "It's all right. 
just try not to think about it and just go oh. on with your daily routine. Now, she was she, this person is a coach. Yeah. Beautiful woman. She thought that was okay. And I said, "Oh my god, please tell me that that you didn't say something like that." And then she looks at me and I'm like, "Okay, let me explain this." <laughs> yeah. So I I explained it and then she suddenly saw it from a different perspective. You can never not ever unknow what, what is you now know because your yeah. body has memory and as I sit and talk to people about everything I, I can be reliving all those assaults yes I'm just not doing yeah. it from an emotional perspective but I'm very aware of it from a physical perspective I know exactly so when yes. I was writing the book and I gave it as much detail as I could but whilst leaving it still um in a format that I, that I hoped that people would be able to read it without. It is. It, it is. It's much. written very well, very well yeah. written. But, but, but I, I, could, I was experiencing that as I wrote each thing. So we can never yep. undo what somebody chose to do to us. We, we can't we blank out that. No, we can't. And if we do, let me Once show you. Once you have a memory. I did, um, I did, I did, I kind of buried stuff. It comes and gets you from left field or right field. It will come and it will seep out, right? It's like a boil very deep. It'll keep sending pus up, right? Yeah. So your life, you think it's going great. You know, you're doing good at school or you're doing good at work, but is it good in the other areas? It's probably not. And I remember a work colleague said to me once, you know, Michelle, you were really hard to get to know when you first started here. But once I, you, I got to know you, you're one of the nicest people I've ever met, mm. the most genuine and sincere and the most honest. She said, what you see is what you get. She said, I've never met anyone like that before. And it's interesting because I had walls up. Yes. time to trust to let people in. Yeah. And only if I really trusted you and let, then let you in did you get to know me. And that mm. happened. So there was no real bridge, right? So yeah. here I am. I've been, um, I've got a work-related injury. I, my, my wrist are as wide as my calves. My fingers wouldn't fit across the span of my hand because oh. that was swollen. I was bandaged in so much pain. I couldn't feed myself. I had to use my feet to do things. <laughs> oh. right? And I'm sent to this insurance doctor but I think I've mentioned in the past that I I was lucky enough to meet this woman who warned me about this doctor yeah right so I was prepared and even though he sexually assaulted me he did not get to stick his penis in my mouth and force fellatio um and he threw me out of his office that was the first office I was I was followed home by the insurance investigators and I'm sitting there in my room and I'm devastated. And, wow. you know, over the years I've, I've, I've got um, meditation tapes from the universe of gurus because I've been looking for answers and I've been doing lots of reading and, and I've been, you know, I've been trying really hard yes. to, um, to, to find a solution, you know. Um, and I've read the Louise Hayes book. I've done all these mm. things, but 
still my life is in the toilet I was working for a company we all got on it was like my people you know where you just find a fit yes suddenly this happens and it's like I'm back in the toilet again (laughs) you know I'm I'm somewhere where I don't want to be something horrific's just happened to me um and my life has changed forever and now I've been sexually assaulted again I've rung the police they've said well it's an insurance matter so uh, we can't help you so I'm sitting there and for the first time I'm sitting there and I said I don't want this I don't want this I've said that millions of times before and this little voice this my intuition right it it, yeah I heard it and it said what do you want what do you want don't worry about what you don't want. What do you want? And I thought, what do I want? I want to truly feel what I see other people experience when they express happiness. I yeah. don't know what it feels like to be happy. I want mm. to be happy. I want to be safe. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the wants that I had were very basic real basic stuff right and it was then that I um got to go and meet someone who did Reiki who when we got talking he suggested I meet his friend who was on a similar pathway and then we came together and we started this fabulous journey and I think I made reference up there are a couple of people like timeline therapy Ted James I do have my master's in timeline therapy, hypnotherapy and coaching for NLP as well as life coaching as well as my degree in communications with social sciences, psychology, all sorts of things. Uh, But before all of that, this is before any of that, um, we had been studying these processes and think and, and, you know, the same processes that Tad James uses for his foundation. So we'd been doing this research and this study. And so we put this together. And so we would actually, I I have this sort of unique ability. I'm going to mention it, even though some people might go like, okay, what planet is this woman on? Okay. Um, We've talked in the past about how we have um, like a filing cabinet in the brain and we store all our decisions with our beliefs attached and our values. It's all stored our decisions are all stored and they drive our life and they're, they're stored in the unconscious Yeah, and they drive our life. So what we did was we opened the filing cabinet. What I have the unique ability to do is actually, to, if, I, if I, I can do it without touching someone, if I touch them, I can help them shift yes. the emotion connected to those decisions. And so... Um, when my, my friend and I were working together, developing this process of opening that cabinet, seeing what was going on, what did the unconscious want to clear? So where yeah. did we start? Okay, we started at what don't I like that's happening right now? Yeah. And what is it that caused that? So then we would then go in and we would take that out. Oh, here's this file. Right, what can we actually learn from this? There's value in this that we don't want. And so we would learn from what what we we could learn from that. And then we made a new decision because whatever you take out, 
Yeah, got to put something new in. Now, whether you're doing this by um, coaching, counselling, cognitive behaviour therapies, uh, the EMDRT where you're watching yes. the lights or that sort of thing, when you're accessing the unconscious mind, and they all do, this, it's all about unconscious mind. how you can solve your un, your own problem, right? Um, when you talk to a counsellor, you know, and how do you feel about that? And what did you think about that? It's accessing what's stored in the unconscious. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about looking at what's in that filing cabinet. And when you take something out of that filing cabinet, mm. and you decide this isn't working for me, right, you must put something in the filing cabinet that you replace want. It. Mm-hmm. Replace it because otherwise this one will just come back. Yeah. <laughs> There yeah. are these um, communication pathways in our brain. And what we want to do is we want to interrupt this pathway. And right? send it on a different direction. And we want to go here. Instead, we're going to go, boom, this way. Mm-hmm. We want it to be this outcome, not this outcome. But yeah. if we don't put something back in here and fill the void, we stay on this super highway. And then yeah. it's pure willpower, but we can't overcome <laughs> As I tried and I tried, yeah, um, through pure willpower, trying to overcome this is really hard. So you must put something in that you want. And this is where I always have a problem when people say to me, okay, what programs do you run? Or people, coaches say, oh, I run this program and this program and this program. Yeah, yeah. And I say, okay, so I don't run a program. I will say to people, I look at what what your problems are, what are you struggling with, what do you want to achieve, and what. Yeah. And then we look at, okay, I can help you do X, Y, and Z over this period of time. Right, so someone yes. rang me up. That's they what makes you, that was, that's what makes what you do very individualised and very gives personal. a medium, an immediate outcome. Because if you oh. want something changed pretty quickly so I'll give you a story here that I think will help make sense of this Mm. Um, if you don't have a beginning point right where you are in in an outcome and a time frame from it you run the risk of being a figure on someone's projected income balance sheet and I have someone that I I just adore her and um, I'm very close to her so it's really would be difficult but anyway I've said go off and see someone she went and saw someone a psychologist and unfortunately this is where a lot of people get stuck in the textbook Uh uh-huh and a lot of coaches do this too so I'm not saying that it's it's just this type because a lot of psychologists don't right but if you and and this woman was basically okay so you're feeling da 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 and she's like no, I'm not feeling that. And suddenly she couldn't be, she couldn't go back to counselling or therapy because that person oh. was trying to put ideas in her head that weren't there, that wasn't yes. congruent internally. And so if when I said to her, oh, how did that go? Oh, yeah, that's not for me. Okay. Yeah. Now, it's not the first time that I've spoken with someone who actually has had this experience. A lot of people have this experience. Because a lot of people, yeah. suddenly it's about, uh, it be, if it, okay, so here's the thing. A lot of people look for leverage. 
yeah. coaches and counselors and that, but it's all about leveraging. So I give you this part of the program and then you've got to, then I, I and then I give you these other parts of the program that yes. are add on. So that I keep you coming and I keep my income rolling in, right? Yeah. And therefore, where's the end? Hmm. For me, I'm I'm very, and sometimes I have to be very, you know, take a deep breath because I'm a member of a very special family, a very brave family. Yes. A family with extraordinary resilience. However, there is a threshold. (laughs) Yes. Right? And that is why suicide and attempted suicide is one of those things that we have in our family. Yeah. Simply because there is a threshold. And when you give false hope, it can be really hard then. And there's yes. no wow factor. So when yes. my friend and I were working, we go, okay, I don't like it when this keeps happening. Right? What am I doing as part of the pattern that keeps that gives people the idea that they can be that way towards me and where do I treat people like that and where do I do it to myself? Yeah. That's the circle I would, we would look for. Mm. Now, I can actually find that in people because the unconscious mind has that energy and it's throwing it out. So, so you're going along in life and you decide, oh, I really want to give this a go. And then you feel really scared yeah. and then you're really, really struggling. Every time you try yeah. to do it, um, something happens or just things start going wrong in your life. It's your unconscious mind trying to clear out the filing cabinet so that it can deliver that new outcome for you. Yeah. Right? You can find it in patterns. You can yes. look for patterns. And so that's how we started is we looked for those patterns and we talked directly to the unconscious mind. And then mm. we went to that point and we looked at what was happening, but we you don't have to relive it. No. And this is where I am an advocate that we should not have to relive an assault to be able to find what we can learn from it, the resources we can take from it. And I think it's really important that people understand that there are different ways of addressing things. Yeah. Some people might feel really comfortable to go every week and talk about it, and that's their wow factor that they get to talk about it and relive it. Other yeah. people don't want to relive it. They don't yeah. not want to go near it, ah, right? So mm. to be able to go, to sit down, to talk to the unconscious mind and say, okay, this has happened. What is the good stuff? Yes. Right? So here I am with my friend at 6 o'clock at night and we've sat, we're talking about it. We do this process where we take out what that decision and the beliefs around that and the resources that we get give us an elevation in our value system it gives us something extra and we put a crafted new decision and new beliefs into that filing cabinet to hold to house all those new resources so it's like a layer the decision the beliefs and the resources the new values yes right and it's all connected and the emotions are here. So we've got rid of those old emotions. We've got new emotions around. Them. I, so it could be around I I have I trust myself. There's a new emotion because we certainly don't trust ourselves <laughs> at, at this side of it, right? Yes. So yes. 
So that's the housing and that's that's what happens. So we need to put that new decision, link it to the beliefs and all those new resources that we've got so that we can have a different experience. Go to sleep. It takes resources and new skills to get through that trauma. You're not going to get through that trauma using old thought, old skills, old education. You have to get new skills, new learning and new education to get through it. And so we commonly use the word healing, but it's actually just navigating. Of taking this thing that's happened to you Mm -hmm. So it's looking at this, um, okay, I didn't quite put all the ingredients in this cake recipe, right? Um, And I've got people arriving and I need to salvage this. So do I just go with a really bad dessert? (laughs) Or can I throw something in it to make it better? Can I I think I'll counteract uh, that baking soda with with a bit more cacao and I'll put in some of this? And and maybe I could put in some of this. Yeah. However, we do it on an individual basis. Yes. Because everyone will have their own personalized um, lessons to learn or things that they can learn and grow from. Yeah. Some of those resources are the same and some of them are not. Yeah. So it's not a one size fit. I always say therapy no. in form of it, in any form of it. Is not a one size fits all. It must be personal. Mm. Yeah, and so you need to have a variety of options. When oh, sorry, when you're actually working with someone, you need to have a variety of options that you can draw on. What I would yeah. use with one person, I would not do that with another person. I might do this with another person. Depends on where you're at, the environment you're in, and a whole range of other things that are going on in your life that I must work within that framework to give you the very best outcome as fast as as we've planned it, based on you. Some people, it could be six weeks. Some people, it could be 12 weeks, you know, to get that outcome. So I just want to share a little story. Oh, sorry, yes. Before you you do that, Michelle, um, in your own personal experience, you had to find a number of different things that would work in helping you, didn't you? It wasn't just one thing. It was a combination of lots of lift, lots of things that helped you get well, to where you it are was now. A pathway. So when yes. I when when um when I was with bulimia, I went to see the doctor. The doctor sent me to the psychiatrist, right? Doctor yes. pathway to psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see how that's upsetting. Yeah, okay, so you're not feeling very happy. So I'll give Mm. you these pills. They'll make you feel better, and then you'll stop the the bulimia, and then I'm saying, okay, so then I can stop the pills. Oh, well, we'll see. Let's just see how this goes. I'm thinking, okay, well, all right. So I take the pill. Uh, I don't wake up in time. I'm late for work. I realised that I was so dead asleep that someone could come in and raped me, and I wouldn't have known about it. Okay, that's not an option for me. And he had nothing else to offer me. He just wanted yeah. to try another drug. Not going to go there, kept going with the bulimia. I saw that as a much more resourceful way of dealing with the issues and keeping myself safe. And, you know, from my map of the world, being dead to the world was just too scary. Yeah. It's not an option. Not going to yeah. happen. 
right? Yeah. With bulimia, yeah. I'm alert. <laughs> so that's much better, right? If I can throw yeah, yeah. Up, sleep lightly, but sleep and um yeah. and 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 wake up if if you know if need be or whatever, if right? Yeah, right. Because yeah. remember, I'd been assaulted in my sleep. Yeah, and, you know. So yeah. So for me, bulimia was much safer. I'm sorry, but it just was. And yeah. and then and then we go along and. I'm really questioning that. So I go to the universal gurus and get the meditation tapes. Yes. Exercise was a great one to counter the endorphins. And it does help. These yes. things do really help. But unfortunately, I kept having outcomes in my life because I was running these patterns. And I was mm-hmm. running a pattern of needing to please. Yes. Of being superwoman. Yes. Right, I could do anything, and I was—I I really could. And then, yeah. bang, I ended up with this overuse injury, damaged all the nerves coming out of my neck, down my arms, down my back, up into my face. Like, really oh. significant. This is this is major. And so, you know, I had to really look at um, changing that. And that, and so, so that's what we did. And we would, we would go in we would look we would find something we would take out of the filing cabinet people call it the gestalt we put back into our gestalt or our filing cabinet right I would go to sleep we made a recording that I would listen to to reinforce this if you want to change the behavior pattern it takes 21 days now I've done a lot of subconscious is that the subconscious unconscious and it's breaking remember we talked about these highways yes yes yes. we bring in the new belief with the the new decision with the new belief and the new values and the new emotions and we've interrupted we're now going here yeah however now some people say that's all you need to do right well all the research that we did it we need to keep especially when these are so entrenched and you're talking yes. about something that is so significant and you've got all these other beliefs and decisions and emotions and things that is, that are counteracting this, right? Yeah. That you need to have that reinforcement. And so we did, we did um, recordings and we did aff- uh, conscious affirmations. Yes. And literally we went to sleep. I went to sleep. This is wow, right? This is the yeah, product yeah, of yeah. people. Until you've experienced it, you can't yeah. know. But you, 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 you think, okay, okay, I've just owned this, this thing. I've thing. actually been doing this really shitty thing to myself, to other people, and I've allowed them to do it to me. Right? Swallowed the big yes. hard pill, gone in, taken this out, put something new in, gone to sleep, woken up, and people are literally treating me differently. That's wow. Wow. That's wow. People are now treating me in a different way and I'm suddenly, you know, um, feeling happy. Like yes. it was a really weird experience because I didn't know what happy felt like. Yes. I could create it for other people. Um, but to actually feel it. To feel it on my in myself in my body, yeah. Feel what it feels like to actually laugh a hearty laugh. Yes, 
you know the laugh that really comes from in fear of the moment like in your belly moment, you just laugh because it's funny and you feel yeah. it and it's funny yeah wow I never knew what that felt like oh yeah yeah I never knew what it felt like for someone to appreciate me to say oh actually can I have your opinion you know about this um, yeah. or you seem like the sort of person who who would might know this yeah and ask me a question and actually want my opinion or yeah. how did you do this I and suddenly people are treating me different speaking to me differently being more respectful I'm actually getting different outcomes if I want to do something um, someone will come along and say would you like me to help you yeah or things happen this is where quantum physics comes into it yes suddenly there's people arriving that are like oh we love that um yeah could you do this or that and it was actually uh someone was my friend who said to me you know because I'm on virtually no money because I was on this disability pension yes which is pretty horrible to live on struggling to just even feed myself a loaf of bread a week right um and she said why don't you do this with people you've got this unique skill yeah you can actually help because I was doing to this to her yes she had a different skill set so that to help me and we we would work with each other on this process so I started out in this little crystal shop in chats <laughs> right yeah up by the mire end it used to be and yeah. I went in there and I, I called it foot reading. Yeah. And I started getting, people just came in and booked me for a foot reading. Cool. Yeah. So I didn't even have to explain what it was. And I got so busy and I got so many referrals that I had to start doing it from home. So I would see people Monday to Friday. And then on the weekend, I would go up to the Blue Mountains where my friend lived and we would work on us. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. And we would we would do this work and then people would have different outcomes. People who had been separated from their partners, but their partners were still abusive to them and they were still struggling. Yes. They were still afraid to have to ask, where's the maintenance? Or can you make sure yes. they do their homework when they're at your house or whatever? Was, you know, they were scared to do it because there'd be this big fallout. Yes. And this, you know, and 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 they will so it's like oh my god I just can't get past this yes I just shifted it and suddenly they're just saying it without even thinking <laughs> oh by the way it's really important that this homework's done and it's got to be done tonight right can you yes. make sure it's done and they did yes. and yes. and I remember this lovely lady beautiful lady um yes you know and very softly spoken very lovely gentle person and she said I can't believe this but I actually just told my ex please don't speak to me in that tone of voice it's offensive and he apologized to me for the first time I was married to the man for like 30 years and he never said sorry (laughs) right and I'm just going to share here I talk about little little lady little abs right so little abby she 
um, was on a website that I was helping people on, you know, just giving basic advice. And I invited yes. her to look at my website to see, because she was talking about how do you get the police to listen? And I, yes. so I said, I'm happy to talk to you about this. Um, and, and I gave her some things to check me out. And then we got together on a Zoom and mm. she just, just wrapped her car around a tree. <laughs> she was high as a kite and drunk. And oh. we talked. And then I got a message from her. I'm on my way to rehab. And then I'm going to contact you when I get out. I thought, okay. Uh-huh. And contacted me. And we started working together. So so we did about six weeks worth of work. Yeah. And then she actually got a job in this pro in this time. She got a job uh-huh. in lockdown over there in Delaware, US. Right. Yes. And then she sent me a message. And she said to me, I spoke with the police. I told them that I saw where he was on Facebook. She said, Michelle, they actually went out and they actually arrested him. She had been trying to get them to arrest this person, to go out and investigate and arrest him and do whatever, five or 12 months. She rang the same people, but she dealt with it differently. Yes, yes, yes. She spoke to them differently. Yeah. They were able to hear her in a way that they could not have done and could relate to her in a way in which, and she could relate to them in a way in which they could receive what she was saying. Yeah. And so they actually got motivated. They went out and they arrested the guy. She had the evidence there, you know, that got collected after the assault. Yes. And they actually, the DPP, he got no bail. They went to bat and they got no bail. So that person stayed locked up until um, and um, till March. Yes. So they've been through the first process. Now, she said yeah. to me, I went, I sat down, Michelle, and she said, I just calmly explained everything. And mm-hmm. she said in detail, she said, she said, you saved my life. And I said, no, darling, yeah. you reached out to me. You saved your own life. You did the work. But she said, but now not only have you saved my life, she said, I was able, I've never felt that empowered in my life ever. I could just, I, yes. I would never have been able to communicate in that way if I hadn't been worked with you. She said, you don't know how you've changed my life. She said, I just sat there and I just was able to just calmly tell them she said the only time I got upset and I she said, I didn't get upset and hysterical I just had tears yeah she said but everyone in the courtroom was in tears yes everyone was crying when I explained the damage that he did to my body yes how yes. he hurt me what it felt like and what he did and she said you know what they didn't even have to use the evidence the judge just said yes this is proceeding to the grand jury based solely on this and she said she said I just took over I just sat there and I talked 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 and the defense didn't get a look in she just told her story but calmly in a way that yes everyone could actually really hear it and despite their own issues could actually Mm. hear it in a way that they could relate to it Yes. And it makes a difference. 
it made a difference in that outcome that she had in court. It actually yeah. got her to court and it yes. kept her alive. Then it got the police to listen to her and then it got her a different outcome in court yeah. because she could represent herself and because she could actually represent herself respectfully from a space yeah. of self-love. Yeah. Right? Because when we fall apart and we can't communicate, we feel bad. No self-love. Mm-hmm. Right? We feel, then we get angry with ourselves. Even if, if we people do. get, if people get, guilty verdicts they can come away yes. feeling so angry and self-destructive because they yes. didn't represent themselves correctly or the yes. way in which they wanted yes. or they weren't who they thought they were going to be and so yes. they weren't they were more upset than when when they before they went in and yeah. despite the outcome this is why I say to people it's not about the outcome it's about you being given to you self-respect and empowerment Mm. right and yeah that's more important than anything when she was talking to me and sharing it with me the boat the the energy on yeah. how she felt and how she went was more than the, the result that she got yeah so was sure just a byproduct of that empowerment i was just gonna yeah, say wow that's, one of the, that's the wow that's one of the other things that you specialize in is isn't it to getting people through that judicial process in a way that is empowering because um both you and i know how disempowering and how traumatic just the judicial system is by itself it can be very hard very hard it can and the difficult thing is that uh, not, I know that it's a little bit the same in the US. Yeah. But, and, and here, because, you know, it's yes. like we, we, these incredibly yeah. brave, resourceful people that they call victims of a crime. Right? Yeah. So we're survivors, but we're victims. Right. We have to make the complaint. We have to make the first step. Yes. Right. We have to make the statement. Yes. Right. We're nothing more than a witness. Correct. So right. So then we sort of drop down here. So we're, we're yep. important up here in terms of we okay, we make we get the attention to make the complaint and then yep. we fall down and then we wait. Yes. And we and wait. wait and wait and wait. And wait. And there's what's happening here. Oh my God. It's the, icky. the negative self-talk that goes on during this time reinforcing all that filing cabinet of of trauma decisions and right so that when we finally get the day in court it's yeah i know it's not not good you know i sat in in um in the courtroom with someone's mum a beautiful lady a friend that I met in a group and she was incredibly brave. Mm. Her ex-boyfriend had kidnapped her. He had soundproofed his wardrobe and he had locked mm. her in it and he drew, dragged her out oh. and he raped her and put her back and dragged her and raped And this went on for a whole weekend. The police knocked on his door, even looking for her. 
because her, her family reported her missing. She hadn't come home from a party oh. on a Friday night. And they were looking for people. Who was the last person to see her? See her. Didn't face him at all. Because he already had his get out of jail free lined up. Oh. Right? So on Sunday night, he let her go. Then he got himself his lawyer. And then when the police come knocking, the lawyer said, well, um, they reignited their relationship and, and they had a very special relationship sexually. And she tied him up and he tied her up and rah, rah, rah. Yes, yes. And with the laws here in New South Wales, that was in New South Wales. Yes. They went to court to see whether or not he could be held accountable for what he did, given the fact that they had a previous relationship and he was only doing what he thought she liked. Oh, no. Yes. So here is this extraordinarily courageous person. The courage that I saw that day. Yes was extreme she didn't yep. have she had not done the process that I had done right yep. so she had not much holding her up <laughs> yeah right in yeah. terms of what yeah. was in her oh, in her filing cabinet right cabinet. so she she's sitting there and she cried yes she cried the break the judge gave her break told her to have a break and calm herself down. What a thing to say. What a condescending Whoa. thing to say. I was oh. about ready to throw it out. Uh, oh. But anyway, so then we came back and we're going again. And the defence, of course, knows. They know which buttons to push. They do, don't they? In the end, the judge said, oh, you know what? This is far too upsetting for the witness. We will not continue. So what did she do? She punished this extraordinarily courageous person for crying. Yeah. She showed no respect. Yeah. Because there were beliefs, obviously, in my friend, whether she would not be respected because she had been assaulted and not respected. Yeah. And because the battle to get the police to act, the battle to yep. get everyone to do everything, reinforced that belief that she... <laughs> You know, yeah. that she could, she was not respected, right? Yeah. It's a big yeah. one that we get. A lot of us get it. Mm. Um, so she had a supportive family environment, but the official pathway was disrespectful. And so that's where that belief came from. And then yes. it was played out in court. Yeah. I, 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 just, but this is what happens. There's so many examples like this that I can get. There is. Right? Yeah. And that is not a wow outcome. No. Whereas the lads had a wow outcome. Not because did. she did, not because she got to go to the next step, but because she yeah. was able to calmly change the way, explain mm. everything, why it was rape and not consensual. Yes. How it was rape and not consensual. How he did it. Yeah. How she how she tried to protect herself. Yeah. What because I I taught her yeah. about free fight and flight. 
Yeah. And she understood that freeze, which is what we commonly have the first time round. Is anything. all about preserving life. That's right. But it's all about the mindset is all about preserving life. Yeah. You're able to say, I'm I did the right thing by me. I froze. I did not give consent. I was preserving my own life. When yes. someone can calmly say, well, yeah. someone was doing X, Y, and Z, I was trying to keep myself alive by not mm-hmm. antagonizing them. When you can say that, yes, That's a in a calm way, explain it in the detail, like I did in my book. So in my yeah. book, I've written it in such a way that I've asked the reader to say, if you were a jury member, how would you see this played out? If I, you know, yes. so if I'm sitting there and I'm explaining it like that, you might see it very differently to what you might see from someone Correct. who has done that process, that work, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I look for when I'm when I'm working with someone is the wow. I want people yes. to, to when I speak to them next to say, "Oh my god, yes, someone actually, you know, I laid down a boundary and." And people respect, and it was okay. And, and it was really good. Enjoy. They were really good. Wow! Yeah. Right. So wow. And there's a and the, and and it's a time frame. There's a time frame. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to have these triggers anymore, where yeah. I'm triggered into um, having a panic attack or an anxiety attack. Right. Yes. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay. I, we can deal with that. Okay. And a lot of other things will change because if we are at a core change of decision, we'll change all those external ones. But the other thing is I taught Abby through this process how to yeah. do the little stuff herself. Yes, right, absolutely. So for the little stuff, um, she can actually think, oh, hang on, did I make a decision about that? Oh, no, I'm going to undo that. I'm going to make this decision because I want yes. this outcome. So yes. you're actually getting a lifetime skill set. Yes. But you Which don't need to go so see important. Yeah. So, but if there's big stuff that comes up, and for me, yeah. over the years, there have been, right? So yeah. I went through this process of counselling on the last sexual assault because I didn't have anybody yes. like my friend to do this work. Yes, and it was big to help. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Right? So I actually, but but I had something, I had I had positive, I had yes. really good resources yes. and really good mindset to be able to drive my own questions that I wanted and to drive, to plan out and drive the therapies that I was getting. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I, I could do that, whereas usually people can't because they don't know. Yeah. And so and I was what able you to help do. with. You help and that's us. what I do. That's right. Michelle. Haven't so I'm just gonna say, yeah, sorry, you, yep, we we do it. One minute to go, okay. So, there is a process that I do that other people don't do, and we talked about it and setting up and getting you as one whole mind working Mm. congruently, and all the bits that are formed when you're assaulted, yes, that are working against you, that are part of your identity. We, we we create back together fluency or wholeness or cohesion yeah. yeah and it's really important and that's why it has to be individual we yeah. can focus on different time frames I could say okay I can work with you 
uh, on a program for six to eight weeks. And this is what we'll achieve. For this, it'll take this much time. For this, it'll take this much time if you want to get this, this, and this, and this. So it, it's about what the person wants to get and where Correct. they want to be and the yeah. way and what the time frame and their environment and what's going to be the best process yeah. for them where they're at in their story. Because sometimes um, something that's too quick a change would be really devastating. But there's ways of having quick change and there's ways of having change. It depends on what that person is. Yeah. I could keep talking to you for the rest of the (laughs) afternoon, but I have to get off the radio now or TJ will be in panic mode. Thank you so much, Michelle. Please jump on angelinsightcoaching.com and connect with Michelle. Jump on radiotony.com, look under co-host and you'll find Michelle's details. Payo has put those details up in the live chat online. Michelle, thank you so much. We are completely out of time. Can't wait to join you next week. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.